Hello everyone, this is Peter, cast member and editor for Guard the Bard. We just wanted to do some housekeeping up front and let you all know that this is our first time working with this medium, so the audio is a little choppy at times and you may hear some background noises throughout the show. We are working very hard to learn how to do this more professionally, but definitely still have some kinks to work out. That being said, there's still plenty to love here, so please sit back and enjoy the show. Last time on Guard the Bard. So you guys are looking for a magic shop next? Yeah. All right. Um, so you walk and you see kind of like down the block a purple, uh, it's kind of like a two flat building. And then uh, on top where the sign is, it says uh, Slick Rick's Emporium. Uh, there amazing. is currently no shopkeeper uh, standing there. There is the bell. I'm, I'm going to ring that bell. Okay. Uh, as you ring the bell, uh, it's exactly as the rest of you file in and the door closes, and standing by the door is this man, and he says, Hello, welcome to my Emporium. I'm Sleek oh, Rick. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. We're looking for some fancy new knickknacks. Alright, well, I do have quite a bit of those. What are you looking for? He says, uh, are you looking for uh, weapons? And then he kind of just motions his hand, and before, where there was just like, like, just like the end of the shop, like just a nice wall the floor uh is suddenly like bigger and there's just like the walmart bins of dvds full of just like different swords and axes and hammers just like bulk items just like all around he's like i got a lot and then he kind of like waves his hand and it goes away just like uh what, what are you looking for what how did you who, who what how did you do that uh i'm slick rick he says as if that's an explanation well, I guess, you know, you'll find me when you need me. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, he was, re- he was really scary, but really nice. Yep. I like him. The perfect way to describe Guys, him. Guys, no one? Yeah. We can't ever tell Mac about that, man. No. Yeah. Okay. What did you guys get? I was looking at bows for so long. Got this nightcap. Got a, sh- like a, hat? Got a sharp dagger. Yeah. Nice. It's real sharp. Uh, as you guys walk out, uh, the door closes, and then you turn, and the building's not there. Motherfucker. You guys ready to play? Hell, yeah, baby. Yeah! Uh, so you guys in Skyvenger leave the city walls, and as the gates close behind you, you remember that you are going to have to go a couple days' journey to the south, and you don't want to walk there. So you guys uh, all go back inside and get horses. Uh, Skyvenger remembers that he has a horse in the stables uh it's a butterscotch horse named tambourine uh did you get a did you get any uh mount at all peter or- uh, no i'm i'm still i'm still just uh using debbie as my my primary mount still just riding along together okay cool did you pick up any like like horse gear to adapt to debbie at all yeah i think i probably got like uh some saddle bags i feel like i don't know do they have spider saddles there I mean, I guess they had spider hats, so they probably have spider saddles, right? Just in the in this town. Yeah, I'm sure you could find like a saddle that you could like kind of kind of work because like she's giant. She's yeah, pretty big. It's true. So I feel like maybe if you want it to be like more comfortable, you could like get it. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm I'm gonna forego the saddle because I haven't used one yet. I'm just gonna get some like nice little saddle bags, a little just bags that hang off the side. Hell yeah! Right, go ahead and just write that down in your inventory. That way, you know you can carry more load than you typically would be able to. Let's go. Um, uh, Gravis, what did you go with? Uh, just an all-black horse. His name is Spook. Pretty on brand. Spooky. Stick okay. into it. Yeah. Uh, Buffett. 
uh, Buffett got a gypsy horse, and uh, gypsy the gypsy horse has got long, long locks, like luscious, beautiful. Um, I'm planning on braiding them later to look similar to my beard, but we'll get there. Um, oh. And uh, her name, we're gonna go with, uh, I guess, Clea. 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 Okay, cool. Uh, everybody write all this stuff down because I am not going to remember it. <laughs> uh, and then Victoria. Well, Victoria got uh, a polka-dotted horse, you know, like one of those uh, black and white polka-dotted horse. Uh, and the horse's name is Popper. Okay. Uh, and, you know, me and the horse have had a little bit of a talk. And <laughs> I think that in a previous life, the horse's first name was John. Um, so you, are you hallucinating when a horse talks to you, or does it speak English, or is it just name and you think you know what it's saying? Well, you know, it's tough to say. Um, mm-hmm. I think it probably comes out as names to the layman man. Yeah. Um, but does your, I, does uh, your horse happen to play multiple harmonicas? You know that it did. The saddlebag did come with a harmonica. Incredible. <laughs> so Heck I mean, yeah. who's to, who's to tell where that came from? But yeah, I mean, anywhere it could be anything, you know. Okay. Um, just for like viewer knowledge, uh, I picture a scavenger who is or scavenger, you know, just depending on how you pronounce it. His uh, real name is Cyrus Colburn, and I kind of. Uh, picture him as sort of like personality wise like milo from disney atlantis um and then physically i think of him sort of as like mikey from uh recess uh, he's probably like not as tall but he's got like kind of that build maybe a little bit more muscular now that he's been wrestling but uh yeah just like that kind of like bookish personality but geared towards music like i think i mentioned in the last recording his armor is like less flary as his like wrestling armor but they're still like made out of old instruments, like repurposed and refashioned. Um, and I think it's been a little while since we've talked about your character's physical descriptions. So uh, if you guys want to go through and just kind of give a general overview, and then if you like have any specific travel clothes, or if it's the same as your daily clothes. Um, we can go in the same order of the horses. Yeah, the- sure. Uh, yeah, so my travel clothes are exactly the same as my daily clothes, essentially. I kind of only have the one outfit. It's uh, okay. generally just like the armor and then a little like navy blue cloak that I have on too. Okay. And then um, uh, what does uh, Quinn look like? Yeah, so she's uh, short with short blonde hair and green eyes. And uh, her hair is like roughly cut is the adjective I used in the very beginning. Because I kind of imagine her just out like in the woods, like with a knife, just like cutting her hair when it gets too long. So that's just kind of like, yeah, that's that's the vibe. Um, I don't think she has any sort of like accessories or anything or any like tattoos or anything like that. Like it's all just, you know, kind of kind of simple clothing and kind of indicative of her like formerly nomadic lifestyle yeah okay that makes sense and then uh do you have like leather armor yeah exactly is there anything special about that or is it just like pretty standard uh it's it's definitely just as standard as it comes okay cool uh gravis uh gravis is a a half work obviously um kind of grayish green skin long shaggy black hair uh, really, really rocks the leather vest life. God damn it. Um, 
has uh, his two wands in holsters on either sides uh, that are also simultaneously used for drumsticks. Okay. Um, yeah, nothing really changes, though. I mean, the leather vest life is pretty versatile when it comes to going to the coast and, you know, traveling. Yeah. So, Do you wear anything other under the leather vest, or is it just like... Oh, no, not at all. Hell no. This is a shirtless oh, no. man with a leather vest on. Nice. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Buffett's a dwarf, and he is uh, shiny bald up top, <laughs> um, and he's got a long black beard that's braided into two separate braids. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as armor, he usually is rocking like a heavy chainmail. Um, so I imagine unequipping that and kind of throwing it on the horse, if that makes sense. Like oh, you're roll. you're rocking with that with without your armor while you ride. Oh, I feel like there'd be like a what's it called with the like the undershirt under under your chainmail. What do they call uh, that? Like a gambeson, I think. A doublet, maybe. I yeah, think I think I've heard of both of those. Some sort of like padded armor. Yeah, like a like a almost like it's just like a padded shirt. Okay. Underneath, you know, that's like as heavy. Okay. For like as far as like traveling, um, we're gonna go with like a nice burgundy. Okay. And then, um, I'm not sure if you've thought about this. You don't have to decide right now if you're not sure. What uh, what holy symbol do you use? Do you, like, put it on? Is it on your shield? Um, is it, like, a like a necklace or part of your, like, weapon or something? Yeah. Um, it's, I, it's like a, I guess, a talisman gem connected to, like, a necklace that's held on my shield side. Okay, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, do you know what that looks like yet, or not yet? Uh, I don't think I threw it together. A, I thought I saw some that were like anvils and stuff like that, but um, I'm gonna, I'm not sure yet. That's okay. We, I don't even know what like the dwarven gods are yet, so we could figure that out as we yeah. go. Along. There's one that's like a hammer. That's uh, I think it's Mardin, something like that. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Hold on. It's uh, or yeah, Moradin is like the dwarven deity and i think his symbol is like a big hammer um so probably something along that line okay there's like a a whole city that has like a different dwarven pantheon but i would i would think that the traditional DD pantheon is also present across the continent sure so whether or not you wanted like a new one or an older one um, Mm -hmm. you could figure that out all right oh yeah yeah i have it right here actually Wrote it down. It's uh, holds an anvil chain neck, anvil chain neck necklace. Tight. Okay. On, yeah. Um, and then uh, Victoria. Um, Victoria definitely has a different outfit on when she's just going out. Um, because she doesn't want to. I don't know if she can like really afford to get the um wrestling outfit fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um. She has, it's kind of like a, I thought, very, like, shield maiden kind of thing. Yeah, I think you um, described it that way in the first episode, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like chain mail, leather vest, leather pants, boots. Got a big red shield, like a big circle red shield. Um, okay. She also got red hair. You know, kind of a, it's, she's not very, I wouldn't say lean, but it's kind of a combo between, like, she's kind of lean, bulky, not bulky, but like a, uh, I guess bulky is probably it, where you're like muscular, a little bit muscular, but it's not like yeah. like ridiculous. toned. Toned, yes, that's a better word. Like lean and toned, I would say. Yeah, she is. And then your red shield is that like 
fresh paint like unobstructed or is there like scratches and stuff on it Does it look definitely warm? scratches though like she doesn't really uh care about a lot of her fighter stuff and mm. that's under that but i think of her like fighter day equipment she cares about the shield the most but in a way where she like doesn't want to f- mess with it you know yeah, what i mean like, she doesn't want to and it's yeah. like a utility item but it doesn't need to be like flary or fancy or anything exactly exactly okay. that makes sense um yeah i think uh cyrus has like um probably like some sort of like leather uh added clothing underneath and then probably some sort of like worked metal uh not exactly like studded leather armor, but but probably like similar to that. And then uh, he just has like a trombone at his hip. Um, he doesn't have like a, a conventional weapon at all. Uh, and then he's got from his like big pack and uh, like his saddlebag situation, you can see that there's like uh, instruments sticking out everywhere. Uh, and he's like, just, I don't know. He doesn't look like he's going on a long trip. He looks like he's like, like a music man traveling to sell some instruments or something. Nice. Um, yeah. Like the uh, musical where he's like a con artist. Yeah. Was that Matthew Broderick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Indiana, baby. Yeah, um, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. um, so you guys, uh, you know, leave again. I'm sure the guards are probably laughing at you guys um you didn't have any problem coming back in because they had literally just seen you leave and you also have all those like paperwork from uh autumn's ages um you said they were laughing at us yeah i mean like you guys like walked out and then probably like had a short conversation about like hey do you guys want to walk and then you turned back <laughs> and went and bought horses so i'm sure that was like, <laughs> funny as like a not even a silent observer it's not like they're like the british guards that don't talk you know they yeah they, they talk and laugh and stuff. Um, not like mean, just like just, it was probably funny. Um, and then you guys uh, set back off. the The trip is gonna be like a couple days. Um, you guys, I think we talked about how you guys didn't really know that much about the Shepherd Roads, but it's a pretty direct route from uh, Volcarik to uh, Prakis. The entirety of that road is called the Shepherd's Crook. And then you guys are in the part that's called the lower handle. Uh, and then if you would have gone north from Bull Creek, that's the upper handle. And then eventually it's like the bend or the crook. Um, but you guys are going just like straight south. Uh, I'm not sure. I know I mentioned that it's like a, like a super flat, like white stone. Um, like there's no bumps or anything. Like if you were to like have a wheeled cart, it wouldn't make like a noise like over each bump because it's like almost seamless um the stone is and then there's like the iron banding on either side uh one is glowing in white and then the other one's glowing red and then there's like two feet of like very very dark dirt that was uh undisturbed there was no like grass or weeds or anything growing in it um and the road's like pretty wide uh i think i mentioned that you probably would see a few like carts passing each other and um i think at the farther you guys get going when you're away from the city, there's also some sort of like um, kind of like pull aside areas that are still part of the road. Like it kind of widens a bit so that way you can like camp. Um, and I also kind of envisioned like the center being almost like a like a grass boulevard. So there's like, you know, if you want to pitch a tent, you could hammer it into the, the grass there. But um, you can tell that there's like a very distinct difference between 
the plant life inside the road and then outside the road like outside the road it's like pretty wild growth inside the road it's like pretty normal like the grass is probably longer so horses can eat it but it's not like insane and uh quinn you would also notice that it's like very different from the wildlands that you grew up in it's like tame almost kind of like what it looks uh-huh. like inside. yeah um yeah so uh what do you guys do in your travels do you, do you talk do you just kind of like chill out i think cyrus is like down to talk but also he's not gonna like like annoy you guys or anything Gravis isn't opposed to talking, but he's a, a pretty professional. Okay. He's going to keep his eyes on the road, keep a, keep a lookout for any, any ne'er-do-wells. All right. Um, why don't you guys make a perception check? Sounds good. I would love to, but here's right. the thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, like, restarted my computer because it was being ah. slow, uh, and it just, like, refuses to go past this loading, this Acer loading screen now. Tight, tight. So I'm gonna roll good. some real dice and. Okay. I rolled a 15, oh, by the way. Okay. 13 for Buffett. I got a 20. Oh, a dirty 20. Good okay. old dirty 20. Gravis rolled a natural three. <laughs> so uh, take, that, take that as you will. Um. I don't know. What 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 do you think that looks like? Do you have like dirt in your eyes that you can't get out, or are you like kind of sleepy? Somebody hit him with pockets. I think just he's he's too focused. Okay. Yeah. He's looking so hard that he doesn't actually notice anything. That makes sense. You know, I totally know what you mean. He can't see the forest for the trees. There we go. God, there it is. God. (laughs) What were you asking, uh, Pierce? I was going to ask if that's that forest for Debbie. Uh, yeah, that four is for Debbie. She got a okay. nat four, which would be a seven total for her perception check. Yeah, I think that's the lowest Debbie has ever gotten. Yeah, no, yeah, she's there's no, you know, she's not murdering anybody, so she's not going to just roll for nat twenties every single time. Fair. You got a twenty as Quinn thirteen fifteen. Okay, um, I think uh, Gravis, uh, did you did you already say what? Oh yeah, you, you're hyper focusing, and it's making you yes. not very focused, not very perceptive. Um, you're so think... focused that you stop. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just too squinted in. Um, Buffett, uh, you don't really see anything out of the ordinary. Like, there's some wildlife that occasionally will like run across the road, um, and you can probably see some like bushes move in off the road and everything. But it seems like a pretty average amount of natural movement. Um, you don't see. You guys are like on your own right now. Um, I I think you probably passed a couple people um, when you left, and probably a little bit later that day. But there's not that much traffic. I would say traveling is pretty limited to like uh, merchants, um, like guards, uh, mm-hmm. people that for whatever reason need to go from city to city. It's not very mainstream. Like I view it as most people probably still are born raised in and die in the same city state um i see you know there's there's some variation within that um so would it be mostly like people that are armed and or merchants probably yeah um you might get like some people that are just like got a little bindle on their on their back and are just like (laughs) checking stuff out but i think for the most part it's like um people that are prepared for stuff but also like the shepherd roads are historically safe i think um, like before, um, 
like people would leave and not come back <laughs> when there wasn't these roads. Yeah. Uh, I think I think also people wouldn't leave. Like I'm sure there was a lot long portion of time where the gates stayed locked and uh, people you know snuck out maybe, but those people most likely weren't heard of again. Um, or I mean, there might have been some like uh, certain governments that like sent out a scouting party and had varied success, but for a lot of the the time, uh, there wasn't really any reason to want to go to another place. Like, there's enough land to farm and everything, and you could live pretty easily inside the walls without worrying about getting like destroyed by like a dire bear or it or something worse. <laughs> so, or just being lost forever. Um, but I think within the last few years, the construction of the Shepherd Roads, have, like probably like within 500, uh, 100 years, depending on the roads, um, it's just made things a little bit more reliable. Mm. Um, and I got Buffett would know that. I know we talked about how uh, Quinn's pretty much just in the forest to the north of uh, Volk Creek. Yeah. And Gravis has been outside of the walls, but also mostly only in this city. And then uh, we haven't really talked about you, Victoria, right? that much just that you hadn't been to practice yeah yeah i we talked a little bit about um well i guess we didn't know just that like yeah i think she hasn't been to practice and uh i think she's been on like these a lot of the back roadish areas to get to i think very small uh villages and towns that are holding like little events you know what i mean mm-hmm. almost like um well, in like professional wrestling terms, it would be like stuff that it would be like a VFW or things of that nature. You know, okay. what would be the fantasy equivalent? But yeah. I don't think she's had a. Uh, she has. She's not very uh, experted in the roads. No. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Like a lot of those small places were actually within the walls of Oak Creek, just like closer to the northern walls, mm-hmm. because I kind of view it as like. I mentioned roughly the size of like Chicago where like oh, there's yeah, like yeah. very big population density in one area, but like maybe like an hour away or it might even be more by walking, you know, maybe there's just like some farmland and like you guys went to an area that was just like the woods. So there's a pretty varied terrain, but you probably had also been to a couple of like the Northern towns and stuff on the Northern shepherd road, like the upper handle. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, people like, uh, Gravis's nomadic tribe and stuff. They're like fewer uh, people than than uh, like population wise in cities and stuff. So I think you guys are kind of in a unique position compared to a mm-hmm. lot of people. Um, okay, let's see what I see. Okay, and then uh, Victoria uh, Debbie probably sees uh, more than Gravis, but less than Buffett. She's pretty. Uh... <laughs> This is probably like one of the first times she's been on like a sustained road. Yeah, so, that's true. I don't know if that's just kind of like distracting weird. her. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So there's probably that, and then um, uh, Quinn, you can see there's like a lot of animal movement. Um, like in comparison to within the city, it's like it's probably back up to the amount that you're familiar with. Yeah, I think when you went to the city, it was probably like a little shocking how um, there was less action, like animal wise, than than you had been used to. Yeah. And now it's probably back up to that level, like pretty pretty constant, like very large uncontrolled population. Um, and they're not like super interested in the road. Like I said, sometimes yeah. they across it, um, but you know it's just like there. 
there's like right. we probably see a couple like bears and stuff and maybe a couple wolves that are like close but like they're not going to attack you guys they're not like interested in that they're kind of just doing their own thing and then so, uh, that's fair, yeah. i'll just yeah. be you know real nice and alert yeah of course and then uh you could probably see during the day even that there are some sort of like little tears and portals off uh on the right and the left side of the road that sometimes animals will emerge from or sometimes they'll go in them uh, a few times you can like track them crossing the road like through portals yeah uh, and this is something that you had been you've seen this before yeah um, exactly where you're from the, the fey riffs right yeah, so, yeah they're all like tears do you guys point, do you point that out at all yeah of course i'll definitely mention that you know okay. as it kind of happens you know i'll be like oh, oh yeah. there's one there there's one there you know and if people can see it they can you know but yeah, Gra- the- Gravis can't for sure. <laughs> so it's like a portal that just takes them from one side of the road to the other. Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, once I don't know if you're familiar with this, uh, you might have seen them before. I think uh, with with uh, that twenty perception and having grown up outside of them, and you, you said your family had kind of taught you about the dangers of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm like familiar with them but not necessarily i wasn't like allowed to really interact with them at all or like come to understand them i was just kind of warned about the dangers of them and stuff like that yeah so you can see buffett when when uh quinn points that out there's like it's almost like uh if you're at a certain angle you can't see it and then if you like turn your head a little bit or if you get alongside it just right you can see kind of like a little a little bit different looking uh I, I say portal but it's not like a clean circle you know what i mean it's not like the size of a mirror sometimes it's like very small uh, yeah. sometimes they're like at weird angles or just up in the middle of the air and sometimes you see animals either come out of or go into them sometimes they re-emerge on the other side of the road and sometimes you don't see the animals again after they go through them oh and uh that's only happening outside of the road there's none of that happening uh on the shepherd road at all see yeah who makes these tears uh do you ask that yeah who like who 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 makes the tears and like are they just like things that just exist or like are um, other people i think they just i think they just hap- happen I, I don't know of anybody being able to create them except for like a like a fey being themselves maybe hmm. uh go ahead and make a history check buffett I heard I heard it was a guy named Derek. Derek, huh? <laughs> Derek's Dude, making yeah. these tears. Derek. Just what I heard, you know? Keep your ears to the streets. Big history check. Derek's always acting up, acting up. I got a three. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the three, that's pretty weird. because <laughs> <laughs> It might be Derek. <laughs> yeah, like, what makes this happen? And you're just like, shrug? I don't know. Right, good. Beats me. <laughs> me i don't know um does anyone else care enough to make a history check or is it just buffett on this one just i personally uh i think uh victoria does not it's, it's just like oh i don't know okay <laughs> like, uh, you don't care about quantum physics that's not fair. currently no. <laughs> <laughs> to learn just overnight. i think so i'm about um, to go big brain here so you would know from like folklore and like very very old folk ta- tales about uh, like fey creatures and the fey wild and in some of those tales there's like instances where bards will just like be playing music and like walk past a ring of stones and then just be teleported into another plane of existence uh sometimes on accident sometimes on purpose um so you know there's like another 
well not just one other plane but you know like about the planes based on like the folktales and then you probably also once quinn starts talking about it remember like this is a thing that has been happening um and you might not know exactly why but you probably know that like the cities are tethered cities and whatever Mm -hmm. that is makes them like stick on the material plane like the prime material plane Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. same thing with the shepherd roads like there are tethers in that sense and then uh you just know like the wildlands are unpredictable and dangerous so you can probably think like oh okay there's like probably a very thin line between like the fey wild and uh the prime material plane and this is probably like some of it's probably just like popping up from the prime material to the prime material and it's weird but it's not going to take you somewhere else but you also with that knowledge probably are like sometimes those animals don't come back and they might have gone somewhere else so i'm okay. I'm sure that's probably something you all want to be very careful about fair enough to worry about i think i'm gonna kick somebody in one of those one time that'd be something <laughs> that'll be great actually yeah. please do that um and yeah i think cyrus is also probably like pretty pretty new to this he probably has not seen them before and it's probably super weird um he probably if you guys don't mind probably like plays music a lot he probably asked first though because you guys are like he knows that you guys are like in professional mode so he wouldn't do anything like to annoy you but he's like uh do you guys mind nope no no that's uh, fine yeah cool. um fact buffett can pull the loot do you have one i can he smiles. So he's like, ah, oh, definitely. Here. And kind of pulls alongside. Uh, oh, my God. I've been waiting a long time for this, Buffett. What was your horse's name again? Who? Clea? Uh, Clea, yeah. He probably pulls tambourine alongside Clea and hands you a, a loot out of one of his saddlebags. Well, thank um, you. That's pretty nice. It's not, like, fancy, but it's, like, good quality. Uh, well, this is one of the finer instruments I've played. Victoria pulls out the harmonica and she wants to play it, but uh-huh. she it doesn't feel right. Like she feels like it belongs to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, dude. Uh, you are laying it on so thick, holy fuck. Right. Uh, what's up with the blues, traveler? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, I, okay. Wow. <laughs> okay, you're finally here. Welcome. Welcome. Does, <laughs> does Graves dive into this portal? Yeah, I'm really considering it myself. <laughs> wow, incredible. She does not respond when he says what's with the blue strap lift. Yeah. Uh, I think she just what what are you talking who are you talking to? Me or Pierce? Uh, right yeah, yeah. Like sure, like he sees Vicky pull out a harmonica and then just mm-hmm. look at Okay, yeah, I did, I I only heard blues traveler. I didn't hear oh. what you said. Um, no, yeah, it's it's what's with the blues and then comma traveler. traveler. <laughs> God, <laughs> it just it, you know I, I want to play it. I want to play it. I just can't. I just you know it it belongs to John. Yeah, man, that harmonica is giving you the runaround. <laughs> wow, incredible. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I've lost my head anymore. Uh, no, I don't really. And I knocked over my mic now, too. I'm really out of pocket. Um, but anyway, 
which apparently is also the name of a Blues Traveler song. Oh, <laughs> shit, it is! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. um, I think Cyrus is just like, I think you got it. And then he rolled a nat 19, so a total of 25 on his performance check. So he just starts oh. like, uh, playing the trombone real good. It. What is uh, he playing? Ah, the trombone. No, like, but I mean, like, what's the song? What's oh, uh, I think he's just kind of riffing. Uh, were you playing gotcha. anything on your loop, uh, Andy? Uh, you know, just some, fun. just warming up with some with some chords. It's been a it's been a minute since I've been able to play the good old lute. Lost <laughs> mine in in battle way back when. So in battle, got a, what? <laughs> like a yeah. battle? Did you I try to kill somebody? Loot. Oh wow. You never looted With somebody in the face, dude? No, yeah. no, I've never even heard of it, honestly. You can really uh you can really whip them things if 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 necessary. So I bet. uh but yeah, I got got into a little loot battle. We were, you know, playing against each other back and forth. And then he got really mad. So I had to defend myself and all I had was that loot. So I hit him with the loot and then I'm hit him with my forehead. So he was out. You beat a man to death with your instrument and your head, which is awesome. I did. So we're we're uh, we're jamming with Scavenger. He just rolled a fucking twenty six, twenty five on his performance. Yeah, track. but I think he's respectful. So he sees Andy warming up, and he's just like complimenting him while playing, like kind of like following suit. Wow. Uh, you guys can all tell that he's holding back, but he's like playing <laughs> real well still. He's not trying to embarrass Buffett. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's a professional right there. Truly. Uh what what would Buffett what type of song or if you know like a real world song, what would Buffett be like playing? So like a like a dwarf drinking song or is it just like something else he picked up along the way? Uh, I feel like some he's probably picked up like some tavern drinking songs. Uh, um things that he's just kind of picked up along the ways, maybe a little bit of jazz here and there, you know, a little, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it is yeah, funny, but you are the most traveled member of this group right it's now. It's true. You're probably like the most cultured in some ways. Yeah. So <laughs> even even so if you, know. you had to go to tree every morning, I don't. You know, I don't know around. why I feel like this, but I feel like uh, Buffett would be playing a lot of Dropkick Murphy. I don't know why <laughs> that's how I feel, but <laughs> I don't think I know what Dropkick Murphy is. I'm gonna uh, shipping on. up to Boston. Oh, like, that I yeah. <clears throat> yeah, just feels like familiar. how I imagine Buffett, but you know, <laughs> I can see that. I can dig it. I feel like that would be a montage song if Buffett like got drunk and got into some bar fights, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think up to Boston right now. Hell yeah! I think all you guys are just playing. Do you do you try and jump in at all, Victoria, or? I think right now, no. I think she just vibes with it. You know what I mean? Like you're not even singing. Like, you're not even uh, using your new mic. Uh she. You know, she thinks about it. She really does. <laughs> she thinks about jumping in with some like Almond Brothers or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't. She just. She. She just like vibes with it. She like taps her hand on her knee and like just like like sways a little bit, but. I don't think I think she just like enjoys being, you know. Okay, makes sense to me. Um, also, are are the Ullman Brothers kind of a jam band a little bit? Maybe 
I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know I just looked at a list of a hundred. <laughs> 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 and according to digitaldreamdoor.com, it says that the Almond Brothers are the second, third best uh, jam band. So, oh wow, the second, third best. Second, th- what's well, number one and two? One is the Grateful Dead. Two is Fish. That checks nice. out from what I've heard. Same. Uh, but yeah, no, I think she just like she just vibes with it, you know. Okay. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think that's probably how the rest of that day goes. Um. I think Cyrus probably switches instruments every once in a while. You guys can see like he's got a lot of instruments uh in his bag and stuff. Um. Probably too much. I would think you guys would start to think as he's pulling out like large instruments from different compartments. Um, when you guys decide to make camp uh, for the night, uh, are you guys going like in the middle grassy area so you can like put up tents or are you just kind of like putting out your bedrolls on like the side of the road? What are you, what are you guys thinking you're doing? Um, Again, it's like very big. So you could sleep either in the like boulevard grass in the middle, which is like perfectly safe still on the road. So that way, if you wanted to, like, hammer in, like, spikes or whatever, you could do that. Or there's enough room and kind of, like, some pull-aside areas that you could, like, just, like, roll out a bedroll if you want to sleep under the stars with nothing above you. I, I think that's see... what I would be doing, under yeah. the stars, for sure. As, yeah, I, I think feel that. we, a nice, we go a, a little nice... bit away from... Oh, sorry. No, some nice stars would, would really hit the spot. Graves yeah, has I... lived in the city for a little, little bit longer than than he, I don't know, intended to. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. It reminds him of home. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't really exist, but still. <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it's a little bit of uh, looking at the stars. I also think there's probably a little bit of, uh, you know, you do. We don't want to like deal with whatever's going down the road at night. So maybe mm-hmm. we like go a little far out so that we can just like be together, you know, away from the road. Hello again. If you made it this far, we really, really appreciate it. Just wanted to take a second and shout out Incompetech.com for providing the music for this episode. And a shout out our Twitter, at GuardCast on Twitter. So go ahead and check that out for updates and upload schedules and any other fun stuff Pierce decides to tweet out. Thank you very much. Bye.